like we never left. Welcome back to Kind of Funny's Karate Kid Cobra Kai in review. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes, and I'm joined by the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. Cobra Kai never dies, and it never will. And it never should, Tim, because this show is everything. Yeah, I hope, I really do hope that it never does, in fact, die. Isn't that right? Christmas in September, Joey Noel. Uh, send it to the internet. I think I need like one more season to wrap it up, maybe two more. And then I think we let it go out on a high note. I don't know that I want it to go on forever. (laughs) Joey wants Cobra Kai to die. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. (laughs) And uh, rounding out the group for today. The Hispanic heartthrob, Texas treat, Latino heat, clicking heads and ripping them to shreds. The globe trotting head shot from twitch.tv. Andy Cortez. Hey, um... Happy to be here. Nick, it's good to see you. A lot of people were like, Andy, do you miss Nick? And I said, of course I miss Nick. And I'm sure it'll take me about maybe 45 minutes to an hour to wish he was gone again. Oh, it's going to be uh, way just after, that, after some shit talking, it's <laughs> yeah, going to immediately. Listen, let me, mm-hmm. let me, I, I, it's going to be way quicker than that. I know Tim's mid rim roll right now, but I just wanted to uh, say, uh, Andy, this actually isn't the Cobra Cry in review. This uh, oh, is gosh. us. Yeah, that's right. This is an intervention. <laughs> that's Andy. right. Uh, that's right. This is an intervention for that stupid plot song you did for Rocky Balboa. Because <laughs> don't think that I don't watch all of our content, even that's though I never watch it. all of our content. <laughs> But people link me to things sometimes. <laughs> that was great. That was great, by the way. That was really, really good. Thank you. That honestly, Nick, you did you did great too. You weren't thank even you. there, but you oh caused God. all of us great anguish. So thank you for that. <laughs> uh, if you haven't checked out Rocky uh, Balboa in review, you should definitely check it out because Nick wrote the plot. I read it, and it went about as well as that sounds. Uh, but of course. <laughs> This is kind of funny is in review each and every week we get together to rank review and recap the latest in movies, TV, all of that great stuff. Our favorite franchises, sometimes our least favorite franchises, all of it. You can find it on YouTube.com slash kind of funny or roosterteeth.com. You can also get it as a podcast by and it'll be right there for you <laughs> i don't know if, i don't know if that was recorded or not it was but, hey, it, it, everything's still recorded i'm so sorry i just uh, i pressed the wrong button and everything moved i'm sorry no all good all good you know we're trying to figure a lot out at once here um including just trying to roll with the punches sometimes the proverbial and karate punches as they say do they call punches and karate something different nick no striking i mean you call them striking right but that that also includes kicks if i'm being 100 percent honest with you okay gotcha uh, gotcha so that striking is more the overall discipline there's a striking discipline grappling you know things like that but you can just call them punches well we're gonna roll with the strikes uh, here because Josh McCuga has been with us since day one of this karate adventure. And unfortunately, 10 minutes before we started recording, his power went out and it's like, great. So at some point, at some point he might join us. Fingers crossed. I hope that that happens, but I, I'm not, not feeling too good about it. Uh, but you know what? I'm feeling great about that. We're about to talk about Cobra Kai, no matter how much shit's went down today. We're going to end on a good note. Me hanging out with some of my favorite people, talking about one of my favorite things in the whole wide world. I don't even know where I'm at in the rigmarole anymore. Of course, <laughs> shout out to our Patreon producers, Molecule and Fargo Brady. Uh, Patreon.com slash kind of funny is where you want to go. If you want to watch this show ad free, if you want to get it live as we record it, if you just want to be a pretty cool dude, you know what I'm saying? Uh, today, we're brought to you by Shopify and Me Undies, but I'll tell you about that later. We got to get into it. It's Cobra Kai season five released on september 9th 2022 a little bit earlier 
than we're used to getting these uh, seasons. If you guys remember, season four was just last New Year's. So less than a year uh, since we, we got our last season of this. This is the third and final for now season to be released by Netflix. Remember, the show started as a YouTube Red thing. Eventually, we ran it due to premium. Netflix bought the rights. It became a massive hit. And here we are today. I am all but assured that a season six will be announced at any moment because it's been crushing it. It's been number one. It's like the number one show in the world. Good on you, Cobra Kai. <laughs> Good on you. Uh, but I will say it might be quite a bit of time before we get the next season because the directors, creators have a bunch of projects uh in between now and and whenever that ends up happening so i feel like we might not get it till 2024 um is that why this one was kind of pushed out a little bit quicker no i think that they just like they got the deal for the three seasons and they had the plan and they just like i think with all the covid production stuff they're like let's go like we have the means now let's get it all done um but it's not all bad news there of course i want to stay in the cobra kai universe but what they're about to jump over to, I don't know if everyone here knows this yet, mm. but their next project mm-hmm. is called Sam and Victor's Day Off. This is the best thing ever. Sam and Victor's Day this Off. This is okay. a movie. Wait, go around. I want to. I want people to guess. Joey, what do you think Sam and Victor are? Who do you think Sam and Victor are? <clears throat> I don't have any context. We're going to ri- we're riffing off of an other, another popular eighties movie. Sam and Victor. And I'll I'll give you another hint. In that movie. Somebody takes a day off with his friends. Oh, this is the valet guys. People <laughs> from, from Ferris Bueller's Day Ferris Bueller, Off. Yes. So the team behind Cobra Kai is bringing us a so movie stupid. set in the Ferris Bueller universe. <laughs> Sam and Victor's Day Off will I'm follow the same day adventure of the titular valets who took the Ferrari on a joyride in the Matthew Broderick star. Hell Yes, what? it's a meanwhile <laughs> of Ferris Bueller yeah. of what they did. Lion King 1.5. Exactly. Here, here, but here's the thing. There's <laughs> no chance this is good, right? But then you think, made by the Cobra Kai guys. I trust like, no one else more with 80s properties at this point. I, yeah. At one point during, I think, episode five of Cobra Kai, I paused it and I got up and Dee was watching it with us, with me. And I got up and I said, it's like a massive puzzle. And they're just taking all the pieces, Andy, and they're putting them right where they need to be to make the fucking picture. The second that freaking Robin Lively came back in and I was like, she knows who Terry Silva is. She knows him. She's been there. She's going to explain it to Amanda. She's going to explain how much of a monster (laughs) guy is. You don't understand. And that makes sense. It all makes sense. And Danielle's like. Did we know that Amanda grew up in Ohio? No, Joey. (laughs) I didn't know if I just didn't remember. To Danielle's point, she was like, they're grasping. I'm like, the whole thing is grasping, Danielle. (laughs) They don't understand. So my point to you, Tim, is is, uh, Sam and Max's adventure or whatever it's called. I think think it's going to be great. And I hope to God it goes five seasons and all five seasons happen in that two hour span. (laughs) It's a movie. Oh, it's a movie. Oh, I thought. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I thought it was a television show. No, that, they're making a, a movie. <laughs> but no, you're right. <laughs> like, imagine if they did a show and it was just never. It just kept going in those two hours. That would be incredible. <laughs> um, but but yeah. So there we go. Cobra Kai season five. It's out. All ten episodes available for you to watch. Um, in one city, if you so please. Um, but Nick, you already kind of started. What What are your thoughts on Cobra Kai season five? Um, you know, the, at at this point, I'm just. I just expect it to be thoroughly entertaining. I expect there to be side switching. I expect there to be role, like, you know, people betraying each other and then falling back in love with each other and then buying each other, arguably the ugliest octopus <laughs> necklace I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, 
it's just so fun and it, it it continues to be an enduring and endearing soap opera uh with karate mixed in they take the stakes up the fact that uh tyron woodley got his finger cut off in this i'm like wow somebody lost a finger oh is my god that's tyron woodley oh yeah my it's god. tyron woodley there was tyron <laughs> woodley and i was like wait a minute is that freaking wonder boy <laughs> is that they had two incredibly talented mma uh superstars in this and i it was great anyway and, Mark, um, and markiplier the guy with the uh the oh that was markiplier eye patch it looked I was no, like, it, it wasn't I, it oh. wasn't but it looked like markiplier <laughs> that's that's really really funny i would i would not that wouldn't surprise me at all because yeah. if they asked me to do literally anything in season six i would be i would do it i would what are we gonna shit. see rahul like he's in the netflix family mm. he is I'm hoping, in the netflix man. family i know um no i mean this it, it continues to just be super entertaining and i love i love these characters at this point i like seeing where they're where they're at <laughs> The Terry Silva character and his just legion of goons might be my favorite thing ever. Um, there's the, 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 his right hand person in command, the, I forget what her name is, but she comes off the plane is just the absolute worst and best thing that's ever been put on a Netflix show. <laughs> and all of the, I mean, the, and chosen being the heavy is just ridiculous this was 10 out of 10 to me i i think this was just a really really fun uh, uh season and seeing everyone come together seeing chosen all, all the all the team ups all the memes that came from all the team ups that happened is super great and it sounds silly but like i don't know robbie and 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 miguel getting along super fun um and then just the role reversals of where johnny's at right now and johnny being the one that uh, that, that daniel has to lean on is just all it just hits right here right in the heart i i love this show Andy Cortez. Uh, it took a while for it to pick up for me. Um, I thought as this season started, I was like, oh, no, I it, this isn't working for any, me anymore. Like, I, I'm just kind of losing this. And I just I had grown so tired of the, the constant side changing and and heel and face turns and all that stuff. And um, it really wasn't until. I'd say around episode, I'm looking right here at the listing, maybe around episode five. Wow. Where we finally get the meetup or, or the, the the joining of forces and friendship between Miguel kind of coinciding with the pregnancy announcement to both of them. All of that stuff, I was like, oh, this is really good. And I'm really enjoying this kind of, you know, I need you all to be friends because... uh the kid this and that and then like that review was like just really heartwarming and uh really like him just kind of announcing it to them and then miguel freaking out and being like badass like uh, just all of that would just really really warm my heart and then i loved the show from then on but i think early on i just kind of felt the weakness there. i don't sure we'll probably hear more about miguel's dad in the future season maybe and maybe not and this crime <laughs> family very very bizarre it kind of it felt like they had an idea of what to do with it last season when they sent him to Mexico. And in this season, they felt like they kind of abandoned the plans, maybe. Um, it just, I don't know. I just wasn't super interested in a whole lot of that. Um, I love the complete trickery of uh, Mike Barnes and him getting hinted and teased Great. before the season starts. And us thinking like, holy shit, here comes Terry Silver bringing in the heat. 
And then you immediately kind of can tell where they're going with it when he's on the phone and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to chop off their legs. And I was like, oh, this guy's like <laughs> he's this guy partner. probably is like a cook or maybe he's dealing with animals. Or it's a furniture place. The legs are perfect. This is great. And I love how they totally pay up with our expectations. What's up, Nick? Andy, is it was it a bigger reveal for you than the Mandarin? Or, or is the Mandarin bigger for you? Which one, which one got you more? <laughs> they were right on the same level. I'd say. <laughs> right on the same level. I really, I just, I kind of enjoyed them doing that and not kind of giving us the usual of like, here's another person from the past, and now they're a bad guy again. I, I really enjoyed the kind of playing around with that. And Mike Barnes being like, yeah, man, sorry about all, you know, I was a shitty dude and, you know, this and that. And I'm trying to just better myself. I, I enjoyed all of that. And I just think the I think the season got so strong near the end of it. Um, I had such a blast watching the rest of these episodes and having the little the little things planted that would then get brought up the, again at the end, the protecting the egg at the end, having uh, hearing Silver's speech back while Daniel Lewis is fighting him at the very, very so end. Badass. All of that is so fucking good. And, like, I just really, really dug it. <laughs> then we have the, it's melted jello. And I'm just like, <laughs> no way! Yes, no dude. fucking way! Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I'm dying of laughter, and it's so hype and ridiculous and stupid, and this is the best show ever. It's so great. Joey Noel. Oh, man. This... <laughs> show I... <laughs> I tweeted out after I finished this that I love this dumb show. And that is the best way I can describe it. If any other show tried to pull off some of the stuff that they do in this, there's absolutely no way that it doesn't come off super tryhard and cheesy, but it somehow works in this show. And it's a, truly a miracle that it does. Um, the I am always consistently impressed with how well they're able to write Johnny Yes. as like true to his character but in the modern day and like you see him make the jokes and you cringe but then you see him grow and it's just like man like they do a really 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 good job with his character development i also keep thinking about how in those early seasons we were like man john crease he's like the big bad and then somehow terry silver keeps getting bigger and badder and terry silver who like has like he hasn't really done a whole lot in the time since Cobra or since Karate Kid, right? No, not really. And like he gives a hundred and twenty percent, and like I am just convinced that's who he is as a person. Like I don't think he has. I think this is not acting for him. Like he's so good. I it's truly incredible. Uh, I I love this show. We it's interesting because this season is so <clears throat> much more focused on like the adult storylines. I feel like than the kid ones or maybe those are the ones that i think are stronger and stand out to me um so i feel like we didn't we got like a lot less like robbie and stuff like that than i maybe used to but i am just having so much fun i love the show yes andy um i, I did want to kind of just pile on <laughs> to yeah even in the episodes i wasn't necessarily enjoying in the beginning of the season because i just kind of felt like i don't know i just felt like they didn't really have a sense of direction and they just kept on playing with the same sort of tired Miguel hates Robbie and Robbie hates Miguel. And I just grew like really kind of bored of it. But um, yeah, uh, Johnny Lawrence, I just like you were mentioning, I still think he's like one of the best characters on TV. I just like it, even in the episodes I, I wasn't enjoying whenever he'd be on screen, 
the little lines of dialogue that they'd write for him were just always hilarious. And it's all of the stuff where he's always just always getting shit wrong. And he like, go ahead, Nick. Maybe you're going to bring up a line that I just can't think of right now. But holy shit, like I, he just always makes me laugh. He's perfect. Well, I mean, he's he is. I could not agree with you more. But I just want to say this, and I know we're going to get into this when we get into any sort of episode breakdown. But we all, and I've seen it three times now, I watched it on the plane. We've all seen Top Gun Maverick, right? <laughs> and we all walked away with that movie thinking this might have been the greatest action movie, maybe the greatest movie ever made, were it not for the fact that they didn't have any Kenny Loggins in it. Mm. And of course, Cobra Kai seeing that was like, guys, we got, not only are we going to have Kenny Loggins in it, we're going to do a whole Top Gun montage Starring Johnny Lawrence as he shows up in the same fucking costume that I bought Tim for when we did Top Gun. <laughs> it's the stupidest thing ever. And it's so endearing. It's so he he is just everyone's favorite uncle who's so out of touch with anything that's happening in society today. And you gotta just love him for it because he does want to learn, Tim. Tim, it's Top Gun, it's Rocky, it's everything is perfect. So many references. So many Rocky. Aren't you so glad we're doing Rocky in review now, Tim? So you got all those references. <laughs> You guys, you don't you don't understand. You don't understand what I went through this weekend. Like this, Tim Gettys has ascended to a whole new level. Like what it means to be me, thanks to Cobra Kai season five, mm. specifically the the back half of it because of everything you guys are saying. But Nick, I want to point out about that Top Gun scene, that fucking Top Gun scene, that it wasn't Johnny. It was Miguel's mom's dream. Oh, yeah. When it revealed that, yeah. it from that moment on, this season was flawless <laughs> to me. Like, it, it just, look, I'm right there with, I think, everybody. The Mexico stuff seemed a little weird. The first mm-hmm. episode or two, I was kind of like, I love this show. I fucking love this show. This season is just going to be more of the things that I love. It is mm-hmm. not going to blow me away. There's no way it's going to have the the hallway fight at the school or even the breaking into the LaRusso house type thing Gosh, or, so or a, the big All-Valley tournament that we saw in season four. Like, I just don't think that they could have a moment that it, that it feels as good or is as hype or is as exciting. And I was a fucking moron. I was so absolutely <laughs> wrong. I feel like now that the season's done, how – kind of weird and different the beginning is was all part of the plan nick said it with the the puzzle pieces that is probably the most poetic way to to put this show like it really does feel like every choice they made they had us by the balls they were playing with every every expectation we had we thought oh miguel's dad must come back miguel's th- that must be the much bigger thing i love that it wasn't i love that they set up a literal gun a gun in the first act goes off at the end no didn't fucking have to they played with us by having johnny just come there not having the the any type of stare down or anything no. between johnny and miguel's dad they're like no we're fucking over over this this show this season is about everyone coming together and being happy and it was about miguel getting a new dad in johnny lawrence get mm-hmm. goodbye old dad we don't need you anymore let's we move on you, so every single person can just kumbaya and get together we've had four seasons of every single betrayal possible that's not what this season was about we got one or two just to keep things spicy but oh my god the moment what was it three four episodes in that i realized what they were doing where i was like oh they are literally solving every problem the show has ever had between any characters we're getting not a whole bunch of different splintered sides it is all against one and that one is terry goddamn silver the greatest villain ever put on screen from karate kid 3 to this taking over the world with karate oh Mm -hmm. my god (laughs) i can't believe what we got this this 
is Karate Kid Endgame. And we yeah. didn't know. <laughs> didn't when know. we went in to watch Avengers Endgame, mm-hmm. we knew what we were getting into. We went into Cobra Kai Season 5 thinking it was just Cobra Kai Season 5. I did not expect to get Daniel LaRusso and the three villains of two of the, the first movies all together. So cut, incredible. intercut with the scene of all the kids now working together while a computer hacking situation's going on. <laughs> it was art. It, it was, was beautiful. The The thing is... Stingray beating we, up a bunch of kids. <laughs> dude, when we look back at the other seasons, there's a couple of the fights that we can call out and be like, oh, they did that, they did that, those were epic, those are the those are the ones you remember. This season has too many that I can't even count the highlights, man. They just gave any cool fight, they held nothing back. They're just like, oh, people want to see a Madeline Russo fight? You're going to get that. People want to see this rematch? You're going to get that. That rematch? You're going to get that. People want to see uh, Samantha LaRusso doing a Darth Vader, Luke Skywalker uh, fighting <laughs> against herself thing. Fuck it. They're going to get that. that we want to so see weird. a Leonardo Raphael fight. You're going to fucking get that. Yeah. This show delivered. I love it. I don't think it could ever come close to being as good as this. I am blown away. The last couple episodes of this are, are some of my all-time favorite things. Period. Hard stop. Nick Scarpino. Tim, if I can change, and you can change. <laughs> this, guy can change. <laughs> this guy gets it. This guy gets it. Fuck, man. That got me yeah. so hard. I was, uh, like, was I, so good. I could hear Tim laugh out loud when I heard that line. I was like, I was texting you, and you were one episode behind me. I was like, he, he, this is the funniest. And the guy's like, I love Rocky, man. I just love so it. Rocky this, guy gets it. <laughs> this guy gets it. <laughs> I fucking <laughs> lost it at that moment, dude. God, it's the so sheer funny. love that, that these people that are making the show have for this show for the Karate Kid franchise and for just like movies and everything in general. Like sometimes references are just references. This show takes it so much further, like how stupid it is that they're in on it with the flashbacks. They know how ridiculous it is that we are now counting down the scenes that have not been flashed back to in the Karate Kid movies. And we're at a point now, we we were at this point a season or two ago where they started flashbacking to themselves. We are now flashbacking to the same season in this one. And like, they are just having so much damn fun with it. The amount of references, whether it's direct quotes to Rocky or things like that, that are actually part of the story, but like things like, a reference to Hawkeye getting the Infinity Gauntlet and trying to get it away with Anthony LaRusso with the goddamn computer thing uploading. I can't believe they did that, but they did and they pulled it off after making us think that Chosen was dead. Dead. Mm Mm-hmm. After he's dead. And making us think that John Kreese was dead, even though we all knew that he was faking his death with, with, of course, the old tried and true Jell-O, red (laughs) Jell-O. Love it. The weirdest, the weirdest like breadcrumb trail in the entire season was absolutely the, the jello one. the fucking jello i wanted Dude. to point out this uh tweet that i put out because uh um yes i, I said is. miguel's dad is the actual giga chad beam like this is uncanny and then uh i know it's backwards for the stream it's all good uh, but disciple replied that might be miguel's father but it's not his daddy and that is oh, so yes. perfect. <laughs> but what a, I mean, again, look, a, a lot of the things, you know, in this show are obvious, but they're not obvious to me because I'm stupid. And as he was sort of bringing them together, it, it occurred to me, I was like, oh, well, I mean, they're going this kid that he's having. I mean, they're brothers at this point. Right. They're going to they're, they're essentially going to be brothers, Miguel and, and Robbie. And I love 
I love that scene where he's like, you got to let him just fight it out. And we was talking to Daniel. He's like, maybe some one of like, if they had let us just fight it out, no points, no nothing. And then Johnny gets the dig in or he's like, all I needed was three points. <laughs> like he wouldn't, he wouldn't have <laughs> got much. All you had was three points. He's like, you wouldn't, you didn't have much more than that. But like all of that stuff was just like so beautifully done. And it's simple and it's melodramatic. And of course it's cheesy. But to Tim's point, like, they know who they're making this show for. They're making this show. It, it's people like us making the show for people like us. People who have a love of Karate Kid, a love of the 80s, a love of all those references, and are not embarrassed when their wife literally laughs at them because they're crying at this show. <laughs> These are the people that are creating Karate oh. Miracle, Nick. Uh, Makuga sent in his thoughts because his power is out. But he says, this series proves the fact that no matter the age, skill level, or state of your enemy, there's always room for forgiveness and a chance to grow as a person. And no matter what, Terry Silver is the ultimate villain. <laughs> he never shows an ounce of kindness compared to great villains in the past like Hans Gruber and Ali's mom in The Notebook. Terry Silver only wants one thing, world domination. But just like Mr. Miyagi always taught us, honor, moral fortitude, and Coors Banquet beer will always win. Oh, <laughs> and Jello can double as blood. <laughs> God, so good. When Andy, we always talk about how, like, oh, that's anime as fuck. That's anime as fuck. I feel like Cobra Kai overall, but this season in particular, is the perfect example of what we mean when we say that, right? Like, it is, this is them having as much fun as they possibly can with playing with that. Of Anytime they're like, we could make this a little more exciting to make someone out there go, let's fucking go. They're like, we're going to do it. We're going to do that. And then we're going to turn it up just a little more. I mean, I just wasn't expecting chosen in a sword fight and a, and a sci-fi or what, what, what are the mm-hmm. size size yeah. are right. I or wasn't Raphael, expecting to see like actual weapons being used and chosen getting all cut up. Like they took it to places that were far beyond just a backyard brawl or a school brawl. Like it got close to murder. And then when Johnny Silver <laughs> is on the ground in the water, he goes, I've always wanted to die on the battlefield. <laughs> <laughs> that moment, I laughed so hard. I was like, this is amazing, dude. How about and that moment? <laughs> Chosen shows a, a moment of like just kind of getting distracted and he gets slashed on the back. But yeah, dude, yeah, this moment, again, did kind of remind me of all of the, the anime stuff that we would always bring up. If if anything, for all of the different powers being like, look, we don't have to like each other right now, but we have to fight against this bigger bad right now. We've always hated each other. There's so many different sides and factions that are warring with each other, but we have to come together to, and to an understanding in order to fight this bigger evil, which is just always one of the coolest sort of things in, in anime and just pop culture. And dude... The Quicksilver. Like, mm-hmm. it has been... Quicksilver. We, I mean, we just watched 3,000 Rocky movies, right? <laughs> and the whole time, Andy, me and you were just like, I just wish they had the setup and payoff just a little more, whatever. We're now five seasons into Cobra Kai, four movies into uh, Karate Kid franchise, even more if you count the reboot. And so far, we've only had the crane kick, right? They didn't mm-hmm. add any other specials. They didn't Don't add any mean. other finishing moves or whatever. This season knew that they've earned that moment. This was the Avengers Assemble Portals moment where they're like, cool, we got everybody. We got to take it up a notch. And when he introduces the Quicksilver <laughs> and what it could do, and when then they flash back to Karate Kid 3, sh- proving to us, yo, this was set up back this then. We're not just up, making yeah. it up now. And then to have it countered with the crane to yeah. end it all, 
Come on. It, uh, like, this show. You had to imagine as they are putting all these puzzle pieces together, like Nick was mentioning earlier, that they are just like, oh my God, this is fucking perfect. <laughs> like we have, <laughs> I we didn't realize we had all of the tools ready at our disposal. We just need to put them into place. And, and I think they did it really flawlessly. Like that final episode is among one of my favorite episodes of the entire series. Um, And again, it took some getting, it took some getting there. I wasn't super stoked with it early on. I kind of felt bummed out actually. I was like, Oh no, maybe, maybe it wasn't actually ever that good. Maybe I was just like in a weird place. And I thought it was, no, 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 they got, they got it to where it needed to be for me. At least I, I, not everybody may agree with me, but yeah, I've, once we got near the end, those final kind of, I'd say several episodes, honestly, really with episode five and the joining of the family together, um, man, that got me like emotional and it sort of pulled at all the right heartstrings for me. And then they just kept on like, all right, how do we kind of up the ante chosen hunting these kids hiding an egg, (laughs) like the funniest shit of all time. It's amazing. And then, and then to cap everything off, chosen gets his back slashed open, right? They bring him back in the party ride limo. Mike Barnes brings him back. I can't believe I'm saying this. <laughs> and then they were like, Mike Barnes is like, Mike Barnes stole a Rembrandt. And he was like, that's probably worth as much as my weird store that had fake fire on it. And then as Ch- they're like, Chosen, you're going to die. You got to get in the ambulance. And he's like, all right, maybe I'll get in the ambulance. And as he gets in, he says, and I quote, I should have had a short island iced tea. Yeah, now we're gonna get back to talking a lot more about cobra kai but before we do that here's a word from our sponsors this episode is brought to you by me undies we've all heard of gut instinct but have you ever heard of butt instinct it's when your butt tells you it wants new undies listen to your butt luckily we work with me undies makers of the most buttery soft and sustainable undies bralettes and socks that exist you know that i have lived my life me undies head to toe for the majority of the last couple years i'm just all in on me undies because they are absolutely the most comfortable uh clothes i've ever put on my body available in sizes extra small to 4xl they have new colors and prints dropping weekly so there's always something exciting to check out you can try their free to join membership for free shipping on every order and exclusive perks like an item shipped to your door every month, secret sales, and early access to their newest stuff. MeUndies has a great offer for you guys out there. For any first-time purchasers, you get 20% off plus free shipping and returns. To get 20% off your first order, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash kindoffunny. That's MeUndies.com slash kindoffunny. Shout out to Shopify for sponsoring this episode. Shopify powers our very own kindoffunny.com slash store, our merch store. And we love how Shopify has the tools and resources that make it easy for any business to succeed from down the street to around the globe. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business. So upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere. Shopify unlocks the opportunity of your business to more people every day, every 28 seconds, an entrepreneur like you makes the first sale on Shopify. Shopify powers millions of businesses from first sale to full scale. You can reach customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps. It's more than a store, Shopify grows with you. You can go to shopify.com slash kfgames, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash kfgames right now. That's S-H-O-P-I-F-Y dot com slash kfgames, all lowercase. 
I I just did I not we were, expect. I, I'm call, making the call right now. We're just going to ride this episode out just talking about it. I don't okay, think we need okay. to get into, into the, the details of the plot of every episode of this. But go for it, okay. Joe. I did not expect to love Chosen so much this season as I ended up doing it. They, he, I... I didn't know what to expect when we got the reveal last season of like what this was gonna look. Was it last season? Yeah. Yeah. Right? When he brought him out, where he's like, he's yeah, like at, at, the, the, at Miyagi's at grave. At the cemetery. Yeah, badass. And not only do we get we get so many different versions of chosen. We get intense sensei chosen. We get drunk bar dancing chosen, which I didn't know was something to expect. Mm-hmm. I love all of his dynamic with uh Amanda. <laughs> like Amanda's just like, you can't just you can't just have him. Look. I mean, it seems is just constantly a a gem in this of just the the voice of reason being like, not everything revolves around karate. And then she goes home yep. and hangs yep. out with her cousin and just she learns. She uh, she understands. I don't Dude. know how that works, <laughs> but, but I it did. And then you... she fights in the bar. <laughs> Joe, none I of didn't, this makes sense. I didn't put it together, Joe. I didn't realize that was the girl from Karate Kid Three. Like yeah. I just. I didn't know she it until herself. until they did the flashback, and I was like, You've "No fucking way! Yep. This is amazing!" And they're and like it's extremely far fetched, but not too far fetched. You know what I mean? Like not it's within thing. some their stupid logic and reason of the show and the universe and how they set but, up their rules. And I was just like, "God damn! I can't believe they're doing this." Correct me if I'm wrong, though. They didn't date in Karate Kid 3, right? No, no they didn't. They were just friends, right? Yeah. They, they like made a point where she's like, ah, I don't know. He's like, I don't know. They specifically what? didn't date because she was so much younger than him in real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's right. That was the thing. So, Daniel, it's because at this point, what? Uh, LaRusso was like 45 24, years old. 24. Yeah, <laughs> she was like 16. Yeah, no, no. Macho was like, I'm, I'm well, my grandfather right now. In the show, they made it a point to say, like, I'm leaving soon and nothing can really yeah happen. It's like like yeah. we're not going to really date each other. So let's just be friends. And they were like, all right, cool. Yeah, that sounds good to me. So they like they were very like kind of just chill buddies or whatever. But I don't. What did she tell Amanda LaRusso? Did she say that they dated? No, she said, remember, because they have that one line in the bar where she goes, when you got out to L.A., I told you to look um, him up because we were friends, basically. Like they, uh-huh. she put them she put them together because she was going out there or whatever it was. Um, Do you guys know who oh, she's Joey. married to in real life? No. She's married to Coach Bolton from the High School Musical movies, which sick. is so random. That's and she's her. obviously like Leipzig's sister. But I just like all these random Wait, like, is she connections. Really? Yeah, like half-sister, I think. How do, oh my god, this is incredible. That makes mm-hmm. sense. They have the same last name. They do. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love you, Nick. Go for it, Andy. Um, <laughs> I wanted to – oh, gosh. I had something I wanted to bring up before we started bringing up the sister. Was it the fact that Martin Cove is – God bless him. They had to sub him out for his younger self to do the fight scenes because he was just like – Well, good for them doing guys. that. Fuck I yeah, love they that. Did. Fuck yeah, they did. Martin oh, Cove yeah. Martin crushing life. But, man, some of these guys – some of the, like, God bless Ralph Macho and Terry Silver. But the <laughs> – I'm like, can we speed this up just a little bit, guys? Can we speed up a little bit of the film? Well, Chosen got a lot of his uh, – yeah, he had a double. He had like, a double. Most oh, yeah. yeah. Well, they also did hit – like, he was, like, flying around like a fucking Ninja Turtle. So yeah. <laughs> it was like, we got to get someone that's 22 years old in here and put the bad one, thing on him. One thing I really enjoyed um, when we talk about Chosen as a character was it, it kind of reminds me of, like, playing a a very long RPG and then – doing that one character loyalty side quest 
and getting more story. <laughs> and like, I thought it was a really cool moment with him, with Daniel talking to him at the bar and him talking about how he was disgraced um, for com- almost committing murder. Yeah. <laughs> attempted murder. Attempted you know? murder. <laughs> you know, attempted murder. <laughs> show is incredible. Uh, but like just talking about how he sort of fought back from that and kind of like found himself in this super dark place. I really loved all of that back and forth that they had there in the bar and kind of like humanizing it more because this whole time it's just been, oh, Chosen, the guy who tried to kill him in part two. He's just he's just silly guy now. He's just a silly friend. And I really love that they kind of humanized them a lot more in that moment. Well, and he also took on the role of mentor as well, right? Because Daniel was looking to him and he was basically mentoring like everyone in this, including Samantha and some of the younger kids, which I thought was really, really cool. But I also love that like he's just 120% when you only need 90% most of the time. Like <laughs> bringing the side, like the, the last fucking reveal, the fucking reveal. Where they're in the sword room and Terry grabs the sword and he opens up his coat and he's got the size in there and it was set up to him. The fucking puzzle piece was over there. He didn't see it the entire time. Because you know, you saw him give said, it to the bouncer. When they were in Terry Silver's sword room. Yeah, his and sword it's room. like mm-hmm. that was just oh here, episode one. Just guys, deal with it. The set in this show is incredible now. And I love how much use they got out of those sets. Cause they looked awesome i love the new cobra kai i love that it just looks like a fancy freaking soul cycle like they nailed all of that shit and they did it to be able to have these big set piece fights and like have them look dynamic and be ridiculous and over the top but it's the smaller terry silver moments for me that i just can't get enough of when we hear the voicemail playing when Ugh. Daniel LaRusso is in the steam room and you just hear it start and you know it's coming and then Silver just comes out of the out fucking of steam. It is just like this show, they know what they have and they're using it and they're giving it their all. And for then, I forget the timeline of it if it's before or after this, the, the shot of Barnes looking up at his furniture store on fire. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, we've ratcheted up everybody. Go for it, Joe. Uh, in terms with the, in line with the Terry Silver thing too, when he bids on the bonsai trees and that moment comes full circle <laughs> from Karate Kid there, it's like, I didn't even realize there were that many things to reference to yeah. bring back mm-hmm. that would like be like, oh my gosh, it's the trees. <laughs> and it just, like, <laughs> and it, they do like who I didn't know that I had this emotional attachment to that part of the movie that like, I really kind of don't think about that often, but apparently it's just deep in my brain at one point i think um robin lively's character mentions climbing as well like she got back from a climbing trip or something and i was like right she taught him how to right. repel she taught mm-hmm. him how to climb that was the whole thing mm-hmm. there's nothing they- no stone left unturned <laughs> and the weird mac and cheese reference too yeah from the oh movie. man oh man yeah this was just oh. like just olive garden in general, oh. <laughs> the sheer reverence that they have for Olive Garden, the breadsticks. I was like, oh, I love you, creators of this show. Like, thank you. I feel so seen. I feel so heard. I know, man. I, I, know. I just I need just a super cut of all of Johnny Lawrence's one liners. Like, they're not coming to mind right now. Uh, the one where he I mean, the whole episode starts off and he's like he gets out of the convenience store and he's like, OK, I have some Mexican Coke. And Robbie's like, they, just, they call it Coke here. <laughs> <laughs> they just call it coke here Dad. no he's got the chihuahua and he's like he's like i bought it here you can't say it's about wrong to do so <laughs> he's like it's not a, don't say it's offensive i bought it here <laughs> and the fbi shirts is just the just, 
cherry and how on that top. Pl- and how that plays actually into played into look- the narrative. <laughs> God damn oh, it! That was. I that mean, was what brilliant. about every every moment? Where he was doing the gig culture stuff, where he's doing ride sharing and like Postmates and stuff like that, and then like the full Billie circle, Eilish. cool, cool, no problem. Puts on Billy Idol, hilarious. Uh, and then the full circle moment with the pawn shop owner, who was always a dick to him before, and is like, "Look, dude, like," and then like lays it out, like you do what you got to do for the kids, it makes it all worth it. And he's like, "This is a good turning point for him." I mean, who the hell thought that was gonna? I'm waiting for the convenience store guy to come back. I remember that guy from, like, oh, yeah. from season one who was just a dick to everyone. Dude, I dude, oh, another. Another line real quick that I laugh super fucking hard at is when he delivers food. She's like, it's cold. He goes, oh, yeah, I had the windows open. <laughs> <laughs> He's such an idiot, man. Oh, God, it's so good. But I will say, like, one of the, one of the best moments that it took me a second to realize what it was was when he tries to do the escape room. And he takes all the coolest banquet cans and makes a cactus out of them because it's a it's in Wild West theme. I was mm. like, that that is good art direction right there. Like somebody <laughs> thought about that. That was smart. I mean, not only did someone think about that, he set up this whole elaborate thing for them to act out a scene together. <laughs> and then the, <laughs> the grandma comes out while I comes in. in. <laughs> like, that is so fucking funny, man. That is so funny. Oh, God. Um, but uh, Joey, earlier you brought up that like this show does things that in other shows would just we would hate. You know, we'd be like, this is so stupid and corny, and it just doesn't work. But like, it's because the show commits at all times the same level of like we know what this is and we're we're doing the thing that moments that should be so dumb. And any, when I say it out loud, it's like this sounds stupid, but. They set up for five seasons that Johnny Lawrence is Johnny Lawrence. We we understand his character. We know that he's he doesn't understand tech, send it to the internet, all that stuff. He doesn't know how to goggle, all of that. Goggle. But then the way that they show, like explicitly show Johnny Lawrence's character development is that he now uses the internet to learn things. And we yeah. see him <laughs> learning how to take care of a baby and like learning how to mend relationships. And like he takes it all seriously. And then we take it seriously. The, oh, yeah. Good character development, but it works. It somehow yeah. fucking works. At it's one, so stupid, point. and even at the end of him going, make sure you get an Uber Black. That's you know the other ones may be a little <laughs> sketchy. <laughs> like, now he knows all levels of Uber. <laughs> but there's at one point he says, "I goggled conflict resolution," and some of it is just so right and so wrong in the same statement. It's so freaking funny, and it works. I mean, like I love that again. It come, coming back to that scene where he makes him, where he like makes him fight, and they come to that moment. And they have that that beautiful thing. I mean, that that is actually something that happened to me when I was younger. Like, instead of fighting, instead of doing that, I actually talked to someone that I had a conflict with in high school, and we just settled it, and we're fine for the rest of the time. And it's just something that happens. Like, it's so weird to me that, like, yes, some of these relationship role reversals are cheesy, and yeah, they come out of nowhere, and yes, they're they're very anime, and they're kind of ridiculous. But that was kind of how it was like when you were in junior high and high school, right? Like someone would say one thing and you'd hate them forever. And then they'd be like, then you'd be like, why do I hate them? And they'd say another thing. You're like, oh, now you're my best friend. And that's just how it goes. And they capture that in this. They capture that. But then they also give the opportunities to have the Miguel and Robbie fight. And they set it up perfectly so with, with the, the Daniel and Johnny. And I love how they handled that. Thank God they didn't. They flirted for a second, but in the right way. Thank God yes. that they committed to just having it be Johnny and Daniel are on the same side. There's not going to be them beefing because we've got that way too many times before. But for yes. Daniel 100%. to help Johnny teach the whole situation to the kids, I'm like, you know what? You, we just got to fight it out. We just got to let them go as long oh! as they want. 
And then we got the Kuga, everybody. We got the power, baby. Uh, Sorry, that guys. fight was 10 out of 10. It was one of the, the best choreographed things because they did the, Kek the Tekken kick where we had one of those stage changes where he like kicks him through the door. And I was just like, this is absolutely wild. And I love that they did the flashback to the season two finale of him breaking his back and all that stuff. And uh, was like, is he going to do it? Gonna no, do and it. I was on the edge of my seat. Me I'm too. like, what is about to <laughs> go too. down? And they have Josh McCuga, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Hey guys? Oh man, it has been an afternoon, but I'm psyched to be here. I would tell you guys what, this, uh, woo! What a season. What huh? a season. <laughs> what a season. It's a slow clap. It's a slow clap. You know what I mean? Unbelievable. I'll tell you what. After episode two, I was like, you know what? I'm going to text Nick. I'm going to text Nick and, Nick and Tim. I'm texting him. And then I was like, wait, you know what? Let me give this a brief. Episode, all right, I'm going to text him. This, it was insane. I didn't, you guys texted me before I could text you. I, well, <laughs> I, I was... I was I was on uh, vacation for two weeks, and so I, I came in the weekend thinking, "Oh no, these guys have surely watched us already." Because why? What kind of savage would wait until uh, what was it Saturday night or Sunday night when we were texting each other? Yeah, it was Saturday or it was like Sunday morning. I think. Yeah, Sunday Sunday afternoon, and I was like, "What yeah. kind of savages wait this long?" And I texted, I, "I just finished like episode seven, and you guys yeah. were on episode six. And I was like, "Okay, we're the same. We're the same human beings." And I'm glad because I could feel that we were going through the emotional roller coaster together. And I want Andy was uh, before you got here, Josh. She was talking about how it started slowly. To me, it did not. I the fight on the beach. We haven't even talked about that with these random forty-five-year-old dudes <laughs> who are just like. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> the Australian guy in Mexico swindling people. What the fuck is oh, happening? Oh, look at this guy. Yeah, I'm here in Mexico. Oh, like, when was the writing pro? You know what it was, dude? I'm telling you, there was like a there was a point where they're writing the show and they're like, "All right, so you remember that time we went to Mexico and an Australian guy swindled us? We're writing that in the show." In the show. But like, but weirdly enough, like it felt satisfying, right? Miguel didn't fight him. Miguel got swindled by them, and then you yep. get the payoff when Johnny realizes what's going on. And then Robbie comes, and it's a great moment oh, for, Robbie for Robbie to come and yeah. save his dad for the first time. And it's a bonding thing. And the whole the whole experience is he's like, we're going to go. We're going to have these adventures. And Robbie at first is like, God, this is stupid. You tricked me into this. And then they end up having him. Uh, Andy. Can I predict I what Andy's going to say? Can I predict what Andy's going to yes, say? Yes, go, go ahead. ahead. Everyone close your eyes. What a, what a glow up for Robbie Keane. What a oh, glow up. Great glow up. That's not what, what I was actually going to say, Mukuga, was the phenomenal line among many phenomenal lines for Johnny Lawrence. Because I think he's still like my favorite written character in fiction in a long time. When Maybe he tells ever? the guy, ever. when he tells the guy, I'm going to shove the surfboard so far up your ass, people are going to want to ride the waves on you. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was amazing, dude. I freaking, I love it. And listen, this wasn't a reference, but I made, I'm going to make it a reference. Uh, in my brain because at one point he gets hit with a surfboard and if you yes. remember johnny utah gets hit with the surfboard of as course. does patrick swayze in point break so i'm going to say that was a point break. the whole thing was a point break reference uh <clears throat> totally. which will just which makes the show even better i'm also going to say or nick or nick was yes. it a flashback to when johnny lawrence really didn't get the best of a beach fight Against uh, maybe oh. you're right. Against was that a, his beach? A small Italian boy. Comics. The that redemption. Right. <laughs> um, the so beach redemption, there, Andy. There was a moment then they made it clear, like pretty quickly after this, that this this wasn't correct because uh, it, it made it show that it was clearly a movie in the universe. But I was so excited about the the concept that for just a brief second, that in this world, Rocky actually stopped the Cold War. Yeah. 
Like, I thought that they were setting up that this was in the Rocky world. That would and be then, like, that <laughs> happened, and that was how history went down. Look, I'm and gonna then tell they you pretty right quickly now. made it clear that, no, Johnny watched the movie and stuff. Well, yeah. is this, like, that a last action incredible. Is this, like, a last action hero no, thing? No, no. Where but it's, gonna... like, semi in the world and semi not? It's, it's, let's put it this way. We all, we all love Sylvester Stallone. We know where his career is at right now. It's not beyond it's not beyond the realm of possibility that Sylvester Stallone makes a cameo as Rocky in this in, in Cobra Kai season six or seven. It's a possibility. Oh my God. And don't think that I haven't queued up the Samaritan and I'm not gonna watch that later today. Uh, well, well, that uh, one. Should we do an interview of the Samaritan? <laughs> yeah, we absolutely should. I am I, I will say this out of out of all the things there, I mean, minor criticisms aside of the show, I am they've gotta be talking to Hillary Swank, right? Swank, dude. Has to. They've Swank. got like Danielle brought my, my wife brought it up perfectly. She was like, you think that if you were had anything to do with the first three or four karate kid films that you're just staring at the phone waiting for it to ring. And yes. to which I said, these are, these are the people that are making this show are masters at their craft. They've already called them. They've already done all their oh, due yeah. diligence. They've got this stuff teed up. I want to know. It's not an, if it's when is Hillary Swank going to come, going to be on this in some way, in some way, shape or form. Do you think that Will Smith and John Lasseter are like fake producers so that like we have the thought that Jaden Smith is eventually going to come Dude. into this? So that's the thing. When we think about what this show has done and what this, this season has accomplished. All right. Like yeah. we are at a point that like real talk, if there was never another episode of Cobra Kai, I would be sad. We'd be fine. But no, we'd this be was fine, such a good think. ending. No, no, I mean, as far with what Tim's point, like, this is, this is a fitting, oh. this, it could end, I know, I, I wanted this to go on forever. I wanted this to yeah. go on forever, and I want them to not make the movie out of Sam and Max. I want that to be a show that goes on forever as well. <laughs> Sam Max. No, but, like, yeah, to me, this feels like Furious 7, where it's like, they threw it all in there, and it was, I had a beautiful end, that if this is the end, it's fine. I don't ever want them to stop making those movies. Are they as good as they used to be? No, but, like, I don't want them to stop. But if they did, I'd be like, at least we had that. Mm-hmm. That's what this feels like to me, where it's like, okay, we had this moment, this was, this was endgame. If we never got phase four, I'd be upset. But like, that was such a beautiful end, blah, blah, blah. Uh, But although I'd be okay with that, they have enough set up, including Crease on the Loose. Is he going to get a redemption arc? (laughs) Or is he now? Crease on the Loose. It's an amazing web series. (laughs) Can we get a a Crease on the Loose web series of what he's doing in between now and the season? I I just want to point out. Hey guys, Bucky's in Texas. (laughs) I just want to point out to everyone that John Crease went through the entire process of breaking out of what has to be the most minimum security prison I've ever seen in my life because there's just one <laughs> door that goes through the outdoor parking lot. Uh, he does it, and he doesn't need to. He's exonerated at the end of it, but now he's broken out of prison. <laughs> yep. yep. And by the way, he's in a maximum security prison for, like, mediocre assault. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know yeah. how they judge it, but yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I God, wanted to point out code. that, like, how amazing would it be if they made john crease um if suddenly like they're god oh my god we didn't even talk about like the map with the pieces looking like a so they did it they like, did it guys funny. oh my god that was amazing i just wanted to throw that out because i make sure i don't forget that we'll, there we'll wasn't put a even a good, andy there wasn't even a good like 
throwaway line from 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 anybody that was like, so who made this map? And he's like, no, it took me all night. No, we got be something like that. Not only that, but we got we got the joke of the guy. We were like, where are they? This looks like mission control and like shield operating, yeah. like a helicarrier. And the guy opens the door. He's like, hey, is anyone gonna sell me a car? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Larusso Auto. It's a great moment. At this point, Larusso Auto is so out of business. Listen. <laughs> Guys, my dad was a car dealer for 30 years. I saw him a combined like 10 hours a yeah. week. Yeah. LaRusso's teaching a cop. He's chasing a bad guy. He's like, <laughs> and he owns the dealership. Like, yeah. That's insane. And Amanda co-runs it and she's off. She, she's not helping to run it either. She's fighting the good fight too now. <laughs> they left yeah. it. They left that's it what happens in Ohio the too. cousins. Yes. The, the cousins are the fighting. Cousins. Oh my God. The oh cousins God. are fighting each other. What, what I want to say about Crease real quick is that I wanted it. Uh, I, I want like people to start getting calls in and be like, um, "Oh, the uh, the the Gulf Cartel just had like forty eight of their men taken out, and then like the Yakuza just got twenty, and it's like it's like Ronin in Endgame where he's just like on a killing spree, killing all these gangs, but it's Crease just murdering all sorts of people around the world. So that's the thing is like where we're Crease web series, Crease on the lease, or what did you say? Crease on the loose, <laughs> Crease on the loose. But we have him out there, right? We know he's exonerated, but he's not because he just broke out of jail. He's out there. He's probably going to be the villain whatever that is but we start thinking what else was set up in this this series that we haven't seen the fucking world tournament of the the sekai takai yeah. which like we're gonna fucking get that is gonna be the end of it all but that is where we can get be, right? swank who has a different miyagi dough that she's oh, set up somewhere wow. else imagine if they did that imagine we get jane smith imagine we get will smith there's so many options out there of what they can do but what i love so much about that is that this season had flashbacks that we just didn't even fucking expect of like a young crease and silver like training and uh that whole thing about so their cool. master's master like we're just so going cool. back in that lineage but did you notice that the girl that like winks at him is the sensei yeah for later yeah, yeah the little girl. Up, think about that think about that crease and her teaming up oh yeah oh that's happening dude and this is the thing like it was and her the best addition up. to the season right nick creasing her wait which one she was the, the i don't know her name I oh no i thought <laughs> She's just angry braided hair. I don't so know. So bad. Know she whipped. She whipped. Uh, what's her face at the braid? It was one of those things. It's one of those things where we're like this. There was like three shows in one in this season, right? We got Cobra Kai. We got the melodramatic sort of like low key heartfelt kind of deep message when you start pulling back the the layers of what we know and love. Right. Yeah. Then we got the whatever Terry Silva and these cartoon villains were doing over on this. And his uh, never-ending uh, uh, supply of senseis. Senseis yes. and <laughs> money and, and, and Mighty Morphin Power Ranger sets for the oh gym that God. they were working into. That was like a whole other dimension. And she plays this so 1980s villain that you can't help but love them. And, and like none of the senseis behind them get anything to say. They just get to come in and, and, and like do some cool karate shit. And that's pretty great. And then Tyron Woodley gets his finger cut off. At which point I'd be like, this is just got real. Because everything else seems to heal, but the, he got his fucking finger cut off. <laughs> burning blood. How about the end there? So... They like, like, first of all, I yelped watching Chosen get cut. Then he gets cut in the back and passes out in a pool just enough that he won't drown. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Smart. Smart, which I caught. But you know there was a scheduling conflict as the entire fight is happening, and Johnny is getting the sh kicked out of him for 
And then all of a sudden, Mikey Barnes is like, my agent paid, got us one more day. One more I'm day. back, baby. <laughs> yeah. Mike Barnes comes in, does, does a little barrel roll on someone. And then Johnny has the best lie where he's like, I did most of this. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, well Makuga, you forgot to point out something I pointed out earlier is that not only when Chosen, before Chosen got knocked to the ground and was almost bleeding out, we get the line from Johnny uh, Silver saying, I have always wanted to die on the battlefield. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, he, like he's Lieutenant Dan in Forrest Gump. Oh, God. But, I was so, supposed to die with my men. I want to, I want to riff wait, off. Wait, wait, hold on real quick. Nick did real quick. Did anybody give like props to the fact that Raphael and Ninja Turtles finally got his due? Like oh, yeah. Chosen's like, I can win with size. You sons of bitches. I don't so need a cool. sword. It was no, we did not point that out, but Tim did make the, the Ninja Turtles reference, or, okay, or good, at least good, he pointed good, that out good. a little bit earlier. Good. I want to just say, go, going off of like the next season, which will be the the World Championship if they do that, and I love this idea because we where we left John Kreese is not only that he escaped from jail, he's obviously going to be set up to be one of the big baddies. He's going to have all these senseis now, along with this other person that he has, and he has a new team of hardened oh giant convicts. That are that that he has recruited that all refer to him as sensei. These yeah. gentlemen were very large. They yes. were big boys, and uh, I I just love that whole thing that he's going to come out with basically a prison gang of people <laughs> that can potentially be his. That's true. And fight him. But Nick, if this is an actual maximum security prison, most of these guys are in there for life. However, if it is just a like slightly min security, and these guys are in for like drug charges or like you know secure like. You know, assault, maybe breaking and entering. I don't know why I know all of this. Maybe too many murder podcasts. <laughs> but these guys could all get out and eventually create another group of insane senseis or just bad dudes that like to punch people. I don't Josh, know. Josh, first off, to, to counter what you just said, they had to beat one card lock to get to the outside. <laughs> Here's the best part the best is thing. he steals the, the card from the Kaiser psychiatrist, Soze. right? Like we and she do. doesn't say anything to anybody over like a multi-week period, we think. Like yeah. he doesn't he doesn't take it and then go straight out. He plans some jello escape, yeah. okay? So she had to the have reported that more than likely he stole it, but no, 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 her old card still works. Showing. Oh man, I love Dude, it. Dude, we're mean, jumping yeah. so far ahead to the breakout. Like, Sorry. I don't think we're giving enough credit just to the fact that the John Kreese storyline in general, where we first get revealed that someone's sending letters. Mm -hmm. Where are these things mm -hmm. coming from? Oh, it's Kreese from jail. How is he getting it to him? By Tori. using Tori. Tori. This show is everything. <laughs> Tori, who, who continues Tori. to be. Yeah, just this, just like I, I love where her character is. I love that once you find out that because you're like, dude, you should definitely leave this gym. There's no reason why you're staying there. You're literally being abused. These people are yeah. psychotic, and you can see this. Why are you staying there? And then it's revealed that she's actually behind enemy lines and she's trying to take him down from the inside. And you feel that claustrophobia of like, oh no, you actually are scared for her because they might figure it out. Because we've already set up that Terry Silver can fucking read your brain, and if you say the wrong, <laughs> if you say the wrong thing while you're yeah. cheersing with him, he's gonna. No, you're not from uh you're, you're from okinawa not from fucking kyoto which <laughs> it's you the inglorious bastards it's the inglorious bastards it is this it's, moment. it's three it's instead this. of three yeah exactly yeah right nick and it's also it's also like the oscar award-winning movie the departed mm. a lot also mm. 
you know, I, 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 I'll have to take your word from that, Andy. I, <laughs> I, I deleted that from my memory. Although God I did damn. watch The Wolf of Wall Street twice over my vacation. Let um, me ask you guys this. Have you guys ever tried to start a business in Los Angeles? Getting permits for anything. It's literally impossible. He you opened up 95 Cobra Kai. <laughs> Josh, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you right there. He oh. didn't he didn't open up 90 Cobra Kai's. He took over all the other dojos. Oh, right. You're it's right. easy. You're you don't, when you don't have to trust there. me when I tell you when you don't have to do a change of use permit for a business, which I guess you t- technically would have to do here, but like just he just literally went in and rebranded yeah. the shit. That's all he did, mm-hmm. which was fantastic. Yeah. Now speaking of rebranding. Where we're at with this whole thing, we've had the dojos kind of rise and fall. We have Eagle Fang, Miyagi Do, all that stuff. Ooh, what's it gonna I feel like we're going to get what's some new the new ones one? eventually. They're going to have to form. I'm calling it right now. What? I don't Eagle know that Do. it's going to be what they do for the, thing, for the tournament. I think they're going to end it. That when the, by the end of this series, Cobra Kai, the dojo that is the team of all the good guys is going to be called Karate Kid. Karate Kid. I think they're going to do it. Mm-hmm. That would be, I would be for it. I'd be I'm, for it. I'm just at the I point right it. now. Where it's like, who the fuck is even with Crease? Yeah, what what is Crease's end game? Or no, not Crease. A... Terry Silver, rather. Well, Terry well that's the thing about Silver. Thank God they didn't kill him. I was worried they that we're going to kill him, but he's still out there. You they know, but I, you got to imagine he's just going to jail and like who's with him. But is he going to jail? I don't know. They were like, what, 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 I what feel was like the Miguel's guess, dad guess... has to come back at some point. <laughs> Dude, Danielle goes like this. Hector El Salazar. Yeah, come on, Joey. I don't know, man. They set up. They set him up with way too much of a like. If they would have made him completely boring, and then Miguel just kind of through means of other, I don't know, interactions, figured out. You know what? This isn't my home. Then I'd feel like you know what? Maybe he's not going to come back. But the fact that they made him like this crime boss who has murdered mm. people. It just made me think, like, yeah, they're going to do something with they're him somewhere. Why yeah. is every time a cartel guy does anything, his gun is the shiniest thing you've ever <laughs> got to be, bro. You it's so him. mirror. It's oh. such um, a chrome look. We were, we, were, we were watching it, and Dee was watching it with me, and she was like, we got to a scene with Stingray, and she was like, is that the guy that played Richard Jewell? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, it is. And she goes, I just watched him in this show with Taron Edgerton. Yes, that's so it's good. So good. Yeah. It's and so good. Go, and goes, then to see him in really, this is really good in that different. show. And yeah. she's like, she's like, why is he doing this show? And I'm like, we're getting a divorce. He's doing this show because why wouldn't you do this show? It's yeah. so fucking fun. I want to know who decided in like uh, costume and makeup. They're like, we're gonna stop his beard right right here here. It's yeah, so great. Smart call. No sideburns. Right no, he's a stingray, bro. That's what it Tim, is. Tim, I think no. we should get you, like, I think you should be stingray for Halloween. Oh, yeah. Oh, that would be incredible. Yeah, and we get you a little one of these guys. Chop it up, babe. Yeah. Like that little Legend of Zelda shirt oh that he God. wore the whole time. That, oh, like, that was sick. Like that little silly story with the <sighs> D&D character. Stingray was great this season. Like, I, Surprisingly. Yeah. Honestly, when he first showed up, I was like, oh, I don't think this is going to go over well. And again, I was so fucking wrong because like, I thought that they used him perfectly in this. And that D&D thing was inspired. That was yeah. funny. That was good. Do you, I mean, guys, again, do you guys think that the shout out to the water park fight scene was a shout out to Bill and Ted's? I don't know because at first I thought yes, but then but then I it, as it dawned on me that it wasn't much of so much of a water park as it was just a closely a pool. shot pool that had a <laughs> yeah. slide. Yeah, I think because so they too. were like they were like there's cool rides over. 
there. There's cool rides over there. We never see those. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a pool. It literally looked like smaller than the pool they had in Stranger Things season two or whatever the hell with the guy with oh, great hair. That was um, all that stuff was just so completely ridiculous. But I, I, but I you needed that. to have fights every other place around yeah. the valley, yeah. right? Like yeah. you need. But to what start... I appreciated was that this didn't need to be a fight. Because it's like the moment they're like, we're going to race down the slides. I was like, this is the stupidest fucking thing ever. <laughs> but I think that they pulled it off because, again, how over the top and stupid it was. But it's like at the end of the day, it was a nice reminder that these are just fucking kids. Like, yeah. not everything has to be karate. They're fucking I, kids. I'll but tell you not what. Not only that, not only that, sorry, Andy, before I forget, it wasn't like they got kicked out by the police. The lifeguard was like, you guys got to go. And they're like, damn it. And they left. <laughs> what they could have annoyance- was Andy was. Do you know karate, lifeguard man? Because I was yeah. a lifeguard, and I don't know karate. <laughs> we beat the shit out of three teachers two seasons ago. We don't give a shit about you, lifeguard. The thing I didn't like about that sequence was it reminds me of... We've we've applauded this show for reminding us of anime in the best times. It reminded me of anime in the worst times. Like oh, This reminds episode. me of the arcs where you're just like, I don't give a shit about what's happening right now, man. Like, this... I, and I think a lot of it was just being tired of the same petty squabbles that these people were having. I haven't, I don't know if I've ever said the word squabbles, but I just said it. Um, <laughs> Crushed that. But I, I like, yeah, those early episodes, it's the same people don't like each other. And those were the same people that didn't like each other for a lot of the other episodes and the other seasons. And I just kind of grew really, really tired of it. So I was, this was a breath of fresh air when everybody finally came together and. Um, I was telling them a little while ago, Makuga, not only with that fight between Robbie and um, and Miguel, having them come together with the whole like reveal of Johnny being a dad. Yeah. I love that moment between Johnny and Miguel's mom when, when like he's finally kind of accepting and he goes and all he says is badass. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I like had tears of joy in my eyes. Like I just it just felt so good. You just love this character. There I mean, was no reason for us to cry at the end of that montage when he's like fumigating his apartment. But yeah. I had like that moment because guess what, guys? There's a little bit of Johnny Lawrence in me. When Amanda <laughs> found out she was pregnant, I was like, well, we got to baby proof this house. Like throw out all of the whiskey that's like half drank. Like, but, you know yeah, what I mean? Full like, bottles are better. They don't. But cut. while you were fumigating, out. did you take a break to drink from the Coors Light? <laughs> I love that. By the way, great comedic timing. Of yes. That. That, timing. I was on board with that entire effing moment. That was Absolutely. so good. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. th- that, there's that moment. And then there's also the moment I think I already talked about. But there's that wonderful moment where... Daniel comes over and tries to pick a fight and Johnny's like he has that that moment where you're like okay if this was last season they'd start fighting right now and yeah. destroy the flat screen and yada 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 I mean flat screens in this universe do not last no <laughs> but, you gotta really but, be careful yeah. but Johnny goes what are you doing yeah like, look what are you doing how good of a friend moment sit, is that they sit down and they have a beer and you go you know what they're gonna be friends forever now like, yeah this was this was the end that to me that was sort of like the official end of their journey as yeah as like will enemies. they won't they enemies now they're just friends and they're homies and they're like they've got this shared history and chosen's now the new homie and they're just the three makes a party it's just so freaking good man it's just a great there, moment is there anybody here and i don't know if you guys have talked about this uh sorry for being late power who knows does anybody believe in the chemistry between Tori and Robbie Keane? Like, does that guy no. have... There is no chemistry between those two. If I'm being honest... At all! Miguel, Miguel honest, and Sam? No. Nick? 
No, I, I like Sam a little bit. I, I like Robbie and Sam, but that's I agree. I'm a, yeah, in my opinion, in my opinion, and I don't know if it's just because to to Andy's earlier point, we've kind of done this this merry go round a couple times now, five times now. I don't really believe in any of the chemistry for any of the younger kids anymore because I'm just like I. I don't know. I, maybe it's because in their time frame, the it's only supposed to be six months. But in our time frame, it's been like five years when we watch these kids, like maybe get together, maybe not get together. The only up, chemistry whatever. I agree with is Hawk and Moon. Okay. They have I good like chemistry. Them. They have good chemistry. One thing I wanted to point out, though, um, I like when we were getting those relationship moments in the beginning and we have what's his face. Um, we have. God damn it. I'm blanking on her name already, though. Uh, uh, Miguel's Please. girlfriend. Oh, Sam. Sam. Um, when we're having them doing the... Uh, she's calling him and she's mad at him and this and, like... It's those early moments I'm just like, this is fucking awful. I'm so tired of this, dude. I am so tired of... Like, <laughs> I was so relieved when they decided to break up. Yeah. And now they're hint, And now, like, you know, it's obvious that they're going to get back together or whatever, but... I just, I was like, please rid us of Wait, this because I'm just so... Put them all together, Andy. There's no way they can win the Senkai Denkai without them all being together. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, better. I'm just tired but... of like the 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 anger and like kind of the Thanks. bad timing that they're having with each other. Like enough. You can only do this for so long. This isn't like... This isn't Jim and Pam, Joe. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't. I well, don't it's like the that. same no, thing that Nick I think you're know. frustrated with with the the beefs, the karate beefs. It's like it's the same thing. It's just everybody's mixed up, and then it's it's all and the they, same. Well, and, and like Tim was mentioning, they I thought they fixed a lot of those issues. I thought well, that they yeah. totally kind of bared and like buckled down and said, like, all right, we're not going to have like a whole lot more people changing sides every other episode. We're going to be really kind of, you know, a little bit more strict with this, I feel. So I feel like, I feel like exactly. And I think one of the reasons why some of the relationships back and forths felt a little played out was because I think specifically this season was about sort of having that closure moment and then moving on. And so that is one thing that I'm like, I really don't, it's not that I don't care. I'm sure they can do a fun job of, of getting the kids back together and not back together, breaking up heartache, whatever. But to me, the thing that I really vibe with is watching these characters have these conflicts, resolve the conflict, and then move on. And I really, really thought that Miguel and Sam were just going to be like, we're just over each other. Like, that's what happens sometimes in high school. And that's and it did. It happens. Like, sometimes you break up with someone, and they text, and they get heartache, and then they move on to someone else. And then you, you just become about, friends. Nick? What's Who that? Are you talking about? Who are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, everyone loved me. So. <laughs> 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 like, the one doing the breaking up, if you know what I'm talking about. Everyone always broke I up with me. I, that's I, how it was. I know yeah. how it felt, Nick. I know how it felt, but it I was, was there. But you know? know what I mean? Like, I, but I, I, I love – that's one of the things that I really, I mean, obviously it was a, as we, as we were unpeeling the layers on that one, it's one of the things I really liked about Karate Kid 3 was obviously they had to do it because she was too young, but I like the dynamic anytime there is, there are two people on screen that traditionally and stereotypically would have to be forced into having a love relationship with each other. Not having that to me, sometimes it's a nice relief and it's fun to explore. And so I kind of want to see what these kids are like as just friends and moving on to with their lives and then moving on to this thing and like having to be there for each other in that capacity again they have to all come together in order to prove that the valley tim yeah joey andy nick it's me is the home of karate <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people thought it centered okay. in okinawa or someplace nope. in japan no. nope nope 
Korea? Tournament. Nope. Encino. Japan? Nope. Tarzana? China? All right. Nope. We're going to get to the, the final bits of this. Uh, first off, Andy, I want to start with a thing I like to call haiku in review. Yes. Seven syllables in the middle. Yes. You need five for the first and last line. If it's not poetic, no need to fret it. Haikus don't need to rhyme. You missed the Miyagi. Haiku in review. Haiku in review. Miyagi. I can't you believe know went... this was a great season because we went this long without <laughs> that. Like, damn, we had so much to talk about. But thank you, Nick. Thank my you. Little niece, Tim, my little niece comes out. She goes, the power's back. I was like, <laughs> i love it uh you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny to write your review in haiku form just like ignacio rojas did who says how is it this good it's pretty much anime don't want it to end and eric meyer says wait beach bro fighting super bowl of karate the show rules so hard. <laughs> it really, it really does. Uh, Ignacio Rojas also has the trivia that Sekai Takai translates to World Tournament. Oh, which oh, is awesome. Cool. That's now, badass. is there is there a say. world, Nick, Andy, uh, Joey? I don't know if you know this movie. Tim, this might be a little before your time. Is this a world where Kumite is the oh. afterword of the Sekai Takai? Well, I think the Sekai Takai, for whatever reason, has to. It has to be people that are not 18, right? It's got to be 18 or 17, under, 18 right? below, under 18, right? Because yeah. as you know, the all value was under 18. It's very Correct. important, important. Yeah. <laughs> so my question is, yes, probably some of these kids will go on once they become 18 to, to uh, compete in the Kumite. Um, but do they come up with some sort of reason why this has to happen <laughs> in the valley? Does the is the is the oh, what is it? How do you be? How, is the world so. championship no, happening no. in the same set that they use for the last one because because of budgetary constraints? <laughs> no, it's going to be in an insane stadium that they green screen. Okay, you know, it's it's, it's going to be it's like gonna League be, of Legends esports shit. Question, yes, question: yes. Who is going to be singing the theme song? <laughs> oh God, that's a good, Which, what, who is it? Carrie, think about it, guys. Yeah, yeah. it's going to happen. They're going to do best around. Like they're gonna commit oh. so. Wait, wait! I never talked. Did you guys talk about uh, Eye of the Tiger? Oh, oh, we, we didn't talk yet. about Eye of the yet. Tiger. But you guys Which know remember, why they sang Eye of the Tiger? Originally made for Karate Kid. There we go. There you but go. Right. They had switched around. This there was. Go. Oh, they did that. They really did that. And you know that's a great segue into God. us ranking Cobra Kai season. <sighs> Five. Kevin, can you bring up the rankings thus far of the Karate Kid cinematic I universe? Kevin, Thank you. I forgot Kevin was here. I love that guy. <laughs> Number one, we have the Karate Kid. Number two, Cobra Kai season one. Number three, season four. Number four, season three. Number five, season two. Number six, Karate Kid three. Number seven, Karate Kid two. Number eight, the next Karate Kid. Where do we want to rank this? I'm going to get ahead of it. I'm Go just going to say it. This isn't tough for me at all. It's number one. I totally agree really? with Andy that it was a little slow in the beginning. I think that this, it accomplished everything it set out to do. It did it so great. They could have took this one easier. They didn't. They're like, let's just commit. If this is the end, it's the best end ever. I put Endgame over Infinity War. I put Cobra Kai Season 5 over every single thing here. Damn. Wow. Wow, that is a huge Tim Gettys. That is like... Major I mean, I, look, league fastball from Ricky Vaughn, bottom of the ninth. Yeah, I, I think the strongest part is how 
the show ends and it leaves such a good taste in your mouth. It's sweet. It's it's savory. Yeah, it doesn't it, you know, if it would have ended strong, I'd probably be like it's insanely low if it started off strong. But I think it started off a bit weak and then it just like it was just banger after banger after banger. And the show got True. better and better and better, culminating in what I think is like probably a top three episode for the whole series. I think that final episode is like oh. that fucking good. Um, I'm going to put this at number. There we go. I'm going to put this at there. number four. Yep. Ooh. Underneath season four. Yeah. I, I'm with Andy on this one, and I'll tell you why. Because I, I like my Karate Kid to be traditional. Okay. Now, <laughs> if this had ended with the World Tournament, like we thought they were going to, but then we no realized way. there was only two more episodes left, and that would have cost like two million dollars or not. That's got to happen to me <laughs> for season six. I would have been fine for that. I feel that the ending was fun, a little abrupt for me, and I think kind of getting to the i mean the terry silver kind of thing kind of wrapped up very very quickly for me there and i would have liked to have had them beat him fair and square in the tournament which now i guess we're gonna have to go and, and find another adversary to beat in the tournament if they do that uh i know i know we got this the the this the sam and tori not sam and tori um sam and uh, devin i think was the character's name devin lee uh fight we got that we got the the hawk and kenny fight all that stuff was great but the tournament from season four how all of that went down. The fact that, that was just like, just this moment and just revisiting that finally again. That's what I really, really love. And I think they did that great. And obviously we don't need to necessarily go back to Alt Valley, but I just, that's, that left, that's, that's what I think of when I think of this. And, and uh, so I would put this right at number four, but if it goes higher, I'm not going to be mad at that. I would like to take this chance to uh, speak about the tournament. Are you from, this are you from Germany also? <laughs> yeah. About, are you also I'm going to German? speak, would like speak to about this, this like, uh, like uh, the guy from the, Sen the Teikai Senkai. Um, it, listen, here's the thing. In, across the world in karate, right, is like nobody thinks about Germany as like a very uh, like a home for karate. No. But as we they all should. know, in order, to make, in, in order to make a karate tournament viable, you have to put a German in charge of it. Of course. Okay, so here's what's going to happen in season six of Cobra Kai is that they're going to be training for the Seikai Tenkai. I can never pronounce it correctly. <laughs> you said it four different ways. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it is. Okay, I don't know. My wife is behind the computer right now, being like, "Stop talking like a German man." I'm like, Listen, you beautiful blonde. I don't. I only can speak like this when I'm talking about uh, karate tournaments. Okay, so here's what's going to happen is like. They're going to get to the Senkai Tenkai, and they're going to be like, oh my god, you're from the All Valley? Nobody gives a shit, okay? There are many better dojos out here in the world, all the things, right? But the angry braided woman and all of her, like, patch guy <laughs> senseis, okay, are going to be like, oh, we got many better students that's going to beat the shit out of you in the Senkai Tenkai. That okay? accent changed a bit then. <laughs> <laughs> so, so wait, Makuga, Makuga, what, you where does a little this South you, there. Hold on, Tim, I will get there. I will get there. Hold on, Aina Munuta, I feel the same, okay? So, in order to agree with Nick and Tim, I believe it ranks, it goes Karate Kid 1, Cobra Kai Season 1, Cobra Kai Season 4, Cobra Kai Season 5. But it's very close. It's very close between 4 and 5. Because guess what? When Season 6 jumps off the charts, and there are it's so hot, many so. karate fighters like coming at each other, like all over the place, kicks and punches, we're going to be like, Season 6 might be the greatest season of television we have ever seen. Wow. But so number 4. 
I would agree with Andy. <laughs> Joey to well. Um, I, I'm somewhere between three and four. I think I do put it at three um, because of the evolution of Johnny Lawrence. We get to see Terry Silver go 120% oh, on his God. villainousness. He is a um, villain, Joey. Yeah. Um, so I think I'm going to put it at number three. I would <laughs> like to say that I would like to see Michael Ironside return in a future season. Oh, he'll be back. Get him roped in. He'll we haven't seen him sure. yet either. And it has to be him in the swing. Maybe, what, what were they? All all Elite was their little like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, yeah, they were the people who killed Osama bin Laden. <laughs> Yeah, they yeah. were like the paramilitary yeah. organization that was. Yeah, Maybe they turned into a dojo. They're SEAL Who Team knows? 5. Maybe yeah. they show up to the Senkai Tenkai. I don't know. They're going to. Okay. I we got Yeah, we got it. It's like Lincoln. the pitch perfect of the yes. uh, Cobra Kai season. I, I believe there was a German man in Pitch Perfect 3. I think. <laughs> there was? Flula. There was Flula. So there we have it. Season 5 of Cobra Kai is ranked number 4 on our list above season 3, but below seasons 4. Seasons one and the original Karate Kid movie. What a ride this has been. I've had such a great time hanging out with you guys. I've had such a great time watching all of these things. I can't wait for a season six, but more than anything, I can't wait to rewatch this finale because I need to do that right. Damn. Now, Josh Makuga, where can people find you? Well, on October 14th, you can find me in the, uh, the kind of funny studios live. For your big live stream, Woo! I will be there. I love it. I am, I am, I'm developing a version of Josh Pretty. If you guys have played Rosie, <laughs> you guys hear that right now? <laughs> One angry little baby. Hey, come here. <laughs> let me, let me see. Where is she? Hold on, Rosie, come here. Come here. Come here. Rosie. Come here. You want to see? You want to wanna come say hi to everybody on the computer? <laughs> Look, why, why are you talking in that accent? <laughs> like, who are you? And where, why are you German? <laughs> come here. Here she comes. Here she comes. Is she like walking? I have like no context oh, yeah. for how old your child is. Oh, little Cobra Kai. Oh, hello. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Oh, she's, so she's so freaking cute. <laughs> she's so cute. Oh, say hi. Hi. She's coming to the party as well. <laughs> and, uh, come it. up on October the fourteenth. Yep, uh, at Josh. So I'm developing a Josh Pretty where everybody can get in. It's going to be a round robin, Ooh. all valley tournament style Josh. <laughs> Pretty. Excellent. I Excellent. love this. I love it. All right. Well, love that's going to be great. Everyone else, thank you so much for for hanging out with us. Let us know in the comments below what you thought of season five of Cobra Kai. Uh, the in review shenanigans will continue later this week. At some point, we're returning to Clerks for Clerks three. That should be a lot of fun. But for everyone else, I love you. Goodbye. <laughs>